How's it going, everybody? Lucas on here, the host of Hockey Thoughts Podcast. Today we got episode number 23. I'm joined by Frank Longo. He is the goalie coach of the Nisipping Lakers women's varsity team. I hope you enjoy. Sit back, relax, grab some popcorn, and let's pass it off to future Lucas. How's it going, everybody? Hockey Tilty Podcast. Today, I'm with the Sipping Lakers goalie coach, Frank Longo. Frank, how's it going today? Good, good. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. So getting into things, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so currently I'm the assistant coach and goalie scout. Um, I guess you can also say the goalie coach as well for the Nipissing Lakers um, University Women's Varsity Program. Um, this is my first year with them as an actual coach, but my second year with them as a scout, um, in my previous season, I was with Stansted college, um, located in Stansted, Quebec, um, which is a private school. And, uh, I was, uh, an assistant coach and goalie coach there as well. Um, and, uh, before that I was, a, a assistant coach with the AAA team and, uh, and Whippy in the Whippy minor hockey organization. And that's kind of where I've been and I've been coaching now for 11 years. So, um, you know, that's kind of a little bit of uh, a quick uh, spark notes of, you know, where I've been and and what I've been doing and kind of what I've been up to. And, um, and, and yeah, now I'm, uh, this is where I am right now with uh, the Nipissing Lakers. So what made you want to get into coaching? Yeah, no, I, I started coaching actually when I was 14. So I was still playing um, and I was, uh, and yeah, I was just kind of looking to give back to the community and, you know, something that was very important to me, especially in, you know, Whippy minor hockey. And it became a passion of mine and it's something I wanted to do once my playing career came to an end. Um, you know, obviously the goal was to make the NHL as, as a goaltender, but it's, you know, it's very difficult when, you know, at the time there was like, you know, 60 to 62 positions um, in the national hockey league as a goaltender. So um, you know, I was looking at different avenues on how I can make it and um, kind of thought ahead at a young age. So, you know, when I was 14, I kind of wanted to pursue coaching as well on top of, uh, you know, trying to make it work as a as an actual player as well. So, um, you know, here I am now. And, uh, you know, my main objective is to make the National Hockey League as a, as a goaltending scout. Now with missing, how did that kind of like opportunity happen? Yeah, so I, I went in I went to Nipsey University actually as a university student, um, where I was a varsity athlete, and I, you know over my time there, uh, I got in contact with Darren Turcott. Um, you know, for listeners here is um, that don't know Darren because he's you know he's been out of the NHL for a few years now. He was a former uh, NHL All Star with the New York Rangers and you know a bunch yeah. of and a bunch of other NHL teams. Um, so yeah, he's the head coach here with the women's varsity program. And, um, like I said, with, you know, coaching, uh, coaching in the North Bay area as like an individual coach, uh, in goaltending with, you know, like, for example, with 360 goaltending, um, you know, I, I got into contact with him over the years and, um, actually was his goaltending scouts kind of helped him, uh, you know, recruit for future goalies in, in the future, as I didn't know I was going to be in North Bay, um, as I was going to, uh, to Quebec, um, to coach there. So, um, I started as a scout with the program and then, uh, you know, once I was exploring other avenues and, you know, seeing what was next uh, for my coaching opportunity, the uh, the chance came up that I was going to come back to North Bay and, and coach with uh, with Darren as an assistant coach and also the 
you know, the goaltending coach as well. So uh, I thought that would be a, a great opportunity in the, in the next level from Stansted College. And, and here we are. So throughout seeing all the goalies in your career, um, what advice do you have for those goalies trying to come up through the ranks like you did? And if you were back where you were today, what would you tell your younger self? Yeah, I, I like that's a great question for sure. It's uh, I think just enjoy the moment. You know, and it goes by really quickly. Uh, you know, once you're once you're in the moment and you're playing, it, it feels like it's you know it's, it's gonna last a lot longer than it really does. But you know, days go by quicker and months go by even faster. And and before you know it, you, you know, you're years and years and years uh, into your career, and um, you know, it, it gets tougher and tougher as as you get older. So, um, definitely enjoy the moment, but at the same time, like don't take any practice or game for granted, like every every start that you get every practice that you know every ice time that you get with your you know with your team um don't, don't only don't only enjoy the moment with your teammates but enjoy just you know being out there competing you know and, and trying to make it to the next level because um you know that you know the that's the epitome of living the dream in my opinion is you know chasing it and uh you know and, and for the potential for one day to actually achieve it and um you know i think uh, like i said there's only you know maybe 64 spots in nhl and you know, there's been a lot more goalies have getting that are getting their crack at uh you know at least being a backup in the nhl nowadays with the whole covid stuff but um you know definitely just enjoy the moment and and you know just try to uh try to do your best and, and get an opportunity wherever you can now throughout your career who has been your biggest role model <laughs> um yeah there, there's definitely been a few uh if if you want to talk about you know an individual who i've never met um you know definitely like you know Roberto Luongo or Marc Andre Fleury yeah. um you know two goaltenders that you know i looked up to um growing up and kind of influenced me wanting to be a goaltender and, and you know be a goaltending coach and you know made this my career so no, those are two guys right there but in regards to my own individual play uh you know, there's been a couple of coaches who have made a huge impact in my in my career. Um, you know, a couple of guys I can name out exactly. You know, Jim Blythe is you know one coach I had when I was younger, and um, you know he he was a huge role model in my life, and you know was a huge motivator, and and uh, it made me believe in myself and and what I can accomplish type of thing. So, um, you know, he he's one of them. Um, you know, I can go down the list. Uh, there's a, there's a bunch of different mentors that I've had now in the last couple of years that you know have been you know massive for my own development as a coach and as a scout um, that I've been able to connect with at the NHL level, like you know Curtis Sanford with you know as a Vancouver Canucks development coach and Andrew Allen with the Seattle Kraken. And you know, there's a couple of mentors I've had that you know have been huge influences in my life and um, and have helped with my development immensely. So. Uh, yeah, those have definitely been some huge role models as a as a player, but also as a coach. So you've been a goalie scout for a couple of years now down in North Bay. What's a recruitment process there? Yeah, it, it'd be the same as as Stanstead at College, or even as you know Whippy. Maybe a little different from Whippy because that was a you know a AAA organization compared to you know more of a school or education setting. So you know Stanstead and Nipissing are very similar in regards to you know um, it's not just you know, hockey is also academically and, you know, what they can do for the community and the program as a whole. Um, you know, that, so as a scout, it's, it's kind of like a bigger picture. 
you know, if you're scouting professionally or scouting, you know, major junior, you might not even consider so much about, you know, the academics or, you know, who they are as a person outside of hockey um, as, um, you know, that's kind of the unique aspect of both scouting and education system is, um, you know, you have to look at that dynamic as well. And that's, and that's very important. Um, and I think that's even important in the major junior recruitment process as well as, you know, look at them as, you know, an, as a person, not just an athlete, you know, what's their work ethic, you know, you know, how are they in school? How are they, you know, with their peers? You know, there's a lot of other aspects to their, to their whole body um, and their whole being um, that uh, that's very important to bringing someone into your organization. So um, in regards to Nipsey and stance that it, it's, you know, the academics, you know, you want to see, you know, who they are as a person outside um, of academics. And then also, you know, obviously, you know, how are they as an, as an athlete and as a hockey player is obviously very important. That's, you know, through the scouting, through video, and then going to see them in person, um, which is, you know, the next step. And then, you know, continuing that conversation and eventually, you know, you kind of narrow down who, you know, is the best fit um, for your program at that time and, and, and what needs need to be, uh, need to be fulfilled. So. Now when shifting from Stan said, what was going through your mind? Like it's a big choice going through obviously the woman's hockey, then kind of all around at Stan said, what made you make that um, decision to go to Nibising? Um, over Stanson. Yeah, I, I think it's more so kind of just like the next level and who I was going to be working with. Um, you know, Stanson was a great experience. And I, I can't say, you know, enough positive things about, you know, the program and, you know, where it was. Um, it was kind of just more so, as Stanson, I was, I was dealing with 12 plus goaltenders at one time. And it kind of felt like I was running a miniature goalie school. And that wasn't what I wanted to do. It was more so I wanted to be with one program, really dedicate my time, you know, dedicating, dedicating myself to, you know, making pre-scouts, you know, individual goaltending development programs, you know, for like, you know, two to three goaltenders at a time, not 12. Um, so, you know, it was the next level. Um, it was an opportunity to work with, like I said, Darren Turcott, who was, uh, you know, like a former NHL player. And, you know, he's a great coach, has a lot of, uh, you know, learning um, aspects that I think that would be beneficial for myself. And um, it was in a location that was home to me. It's where I went to university and, um, you know, where my, I would say my family and my friends are, are located. So um, it just kind of was like a win, win, win. And, and when the opportunity was kind of presented in front of itself, it just, uh, you know, it was, it was just perfect timing. And it was time for me to, you know, come back to Ontario after being in Quebec for a little bit. So. So I saw you played lacrosse at Nibising. Want to tell us a bit about that? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So lacrosse was kind of a, a second sport I picked up um, in high school. Uh, kind of just something to do in the summers. Um, that other that other teammates of mine in hockey, you know, were playing, and they kind of uh, convinced me to try out this sport. And um, you know, something I did in high school and got recruited to play at Nibising. Um, and it was, you know, it was a great experience. I played in Nipissing for, for five years. Um, you know, basically every single year I was, I was in university, um, at Nipissing and, um, you know, we had a, we, you know, we had a great, uh, you know, great five years. We made the national championship three years at the five, got to host it, um, this past fall. Wow. Which, uh, you know, was, which was awesome to host nationals and experience that I'm coming from a program that never even made playoffs provincially. 
um, when I first started. So, um, you know, to see the growth and see the program grow the way it did, uh, you know, it, it, it helped me become a better coach, but also, be, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, great memories that you know, I was able to achieve over those uh, five years. When picking up the sport, um, what are some connections you found between lacrosse and hockey? Yeah, I think they're very similar. It's like, you know, any team, team sport, any team dynamic, you know, uh, if you want to talk about skill wise, um, you know, obviously hand-eye coordination and, you know, agility and you know, all, any, like any of those aspects that are similar and, you know, cross-breeded between a bunch of different sports. Um, but in regards to a team dynamic, um, you know, just building a good team culture, you know, being there for your teammates and, and, you know, building, you know, making and, and continuing to build those blocks um, that are going to be important to your team success down the line. And, um, and it goes with, like I said, any sport. So it's just a matter of, you know, bringing your team together and, and having that belief and, or that common belief, sorry. And, and, uh, and making sure anything is possible and, and, and kind of achieving one, one common goal. Now for yourself, what do you think the next big step is? Uh, you mean like as in, in regards to career for myself? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, honestly, for me, I'm, I'm ready. And I know that, you know, my next career objective is, you know, to make the national hockey league as, as a goaltending scout. Um, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, an organization kind of give me an opportunity or give me a, a chance to, uh, you know, to prove myself or, you know, that they have, uh, you know, they have belief in, in what I do and what I've kind of accomplished so far. And, early in my career as a almost a 25 year old. So um, yeah, that's, that's the next step for me is I can't really go anywhere else from where I am now. It's just a matter of, uh, of, uh, a, you know, organization give me a chance as a goaltending scout. Cause that's, uh, that's ultimately what I want to do and, and help an organization win the Stanley cup. Now looking on the women's um, scheme as you're with um, Nipissing um, women's hockey team, uh, what, what do you kind of like look over the women's like um, team Canada or Olympics? Would you ever want to go down that route and stay with women's hockey? Or do you want to just make the jump to the national hockey league? Yeah. I like, obviously it would be an honor to represent your country and, and be a part of team Canada down the line. And, you know, something I'm definitely open to, but um, you know, they only have uh you know, one goaltending coach they hire maybe once every few years or or so. Uh, so it'd be it'd probably be something down the line. Maybe after I you know I accomplish you know being an NHL goalie skill, maybe it'll help my my odds a little more. But um, definitely not something I'm opposed to. But I wouldn't say it's number one on my list. Like I said, my number one priority is is making the National Hockey League as a goaltending scout and, and winning the Stanley Cup. And anything afterwards is just you know the cherry on top on my uh, on my hockey career. Respond to me if, like, I'm an NHL GM and I'm asking you, why should we hire you? What would you say? Yeah, I, I think it's just the experience that, you know, I've had over the, you know, the last 11 years as, as being a goaltending coach and a goaltending scout. Um, and it's also beyond that. Like, that's just the time frame of me dedicating myself directly to, you know, what my career is now. Um, but, like, just the amount of years I've put into this game, it's, you know, it's what I live, breathe, eat, sleep. I mean, you know, this is my, you know, this is my entire life and my, in my career. And it's what I dedicate like 99% of my time towards. So, um, you know, I've, you know, and over a long period of time. So as a, especially as a scout, like I've seen the evolution 
I've been a part of the evolution as, you know, a goaltender at a high level and, you know, seeing the most recent trends at that time and, you know, beyond that as a coach now, you know, so I, I've got to, you know, dip my toes in a bunch of different aspects in regards to the position of goaltending um, and, and in regards to, you know, recruiting, scouting, like different avenues of it, like if it's in a school setting or if it's in a AAA organization or, you know, kind of more of like a junior university professional setting. So I kind of, I, you know, I, like I said, it's the only option for me next is, you know, you know, professional and, and you don't, you can't scout for the ECHL. Like the, you know, the next step is the NHL and you know, organization giving you an opportunity. And, you know, I'm definitely open to, you know, coaching opportunities, but it's a lot harder as a, as a non-professional to make it as a, as a goaltending coach. Um, so, and, you know, those opportunities are kind of far and in between. So uh, it's more so, uh, you know, trying to get my, you know, foot in the door and, and then going from there. So I think my, my, you know, my best chance, my best route and something that I enjoy doing. And I think is a, would be a best, would, would be a big benefit, a beneficial um, choice for an organization is uh, for me to be a goaltending scout as well. What point in your career did you think like, I'm not going to make it. I need to think what is the next step forward. I know you said you always wanted to um, like, wanted to coach but how did you kind of get your feet wet and get yourself out there yeah so you know that's it, it, i kind of like the, again like the ironic route so i my last year of playing hockey when i was with the um <clears throat> i was between uh you know whippy major triple a and and uh the whippy fury and the ojhl now that i think they've moved the, the organization's moved to halliburton um but they were whippy fury and the ojhl at the time and uh, I was splitting time between both of them. It was my last year, and I was already coaching AAA, like I said. Um, and that was right, that was a year before I was going to university, and I and I went to Nevis University as well as like you know the third goaltender for the the OUA varsity team. And yeah. um, I decided this wasn't for me. I I, I wanted to, I got I just you know wasn't working with also being a varsity athlete with the men's lacrosse team. So I just, I didn't play after like two weeks, I think it was in my first year. And that was when I retired as an actual uh, hockey player. So I was, I was right there. I was playing with them. It just, you know, it just wasn't making sense. You know, it was hard to, you know, for new equipment and, and, you know, keep chasing as a third goaltender on a, on a varsity program when you were also playing, you know, a different varsity program. And, you know, you're also doing university and moving away for the first time because, you know, where I played junior was at home. So I never had to move away or anything like that. So it was a lot going on at once. And um, it just for me, it just made sense to, you know, just call it uh, call it quits and, and and focus on, you know, the, the scouting and the coaching uh, aspect of, of things in my career. Frank, thanks so much for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. But before I let you go, I want to talk about goal setting. Since starting podcasting, I've been setting myself goals. And my biggest goal was after one year podcasting, I wanted 10,000 streams. My one year is February 28th. If I do my math correctly, that means that I only have three more episodes to reach my goal. Right now, I am 4,500 streams away. So, I'll let you guys work your magic. Have a great night, everyone.